Hello, and the experiment is once again live. Welcome back to the experiment with Scott Ranieri. I am Scott Ranieri. And boom, and now I just flip the hourglass to make sure this thing stays at five minutes. All right. All right, so it's episode six. I know, an episode that's not taking two years to make and release. Who'd have thunk? Seriously, I was surprised myself. But hey, we're here. Back again. And we got a good stuff, and we got good stuff for you this week. Topical stuff. Well, topical in the sense of what's actually been trending this week, because I, in my nice and all-knowing wisdom, realized that in order to compete with the algorithm, I must embrace the algorithm, which means I have to watch a new movie. So watching a new movie consists of one of two decisions. Do I decide to buckle down and actually get a ticket to a movie theater, go out there, potentially come back with disease, suffer, maybe die later in life. I don't know. But how about this? I decided, okay, what else could I go see that doesn't involve me using gas, especially when Earth Day was yesterday? And yeah, what should we do? How do we solve this problem? Well, Problem is, is that when you have a good chunk of streaming services, you adding one more is just like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to add another one. But lo and behold, I am now in the possession of a free trial for Apple TV Plus because the movie that Scott reviews is going to be ghosted. Yes, that's right. I'm going to review the follow-up to Dex- to director Dexter Fletcher's Rocket Man, which is a, yeah. That's a bar, because I very much enjoyed Rocket Man. It's probably one of the best music biopics ever. The same director also came in last minute to sub in for a then-fired Brian Singer off of Bohemian Rhapsody. So, yeah, a nice change of pace for him, which I'm sure is welcome. Uh, The movie is also written by the... By the same writers behind by writers of both you know Deadpool and American Dad. It's fun. It's nice. It's great. It's a it'll be a fun little review. It stars, of course, Chris Evans and Anna de Armas in a rom com that I will literally I won't spoil much here, but I'll say this. It's a cool little movie. And it also shows that when it comes to dating, there is definitely a uh you know what? There's gaps. I'll address that more in a review, but there's a gaps in knowledge and what we choose to pass down between generations and cultures. And one thing is for sure, uh, someone should have helped this poor man think about think about why he got ghosted. Yeah. Either way. Anywho, uh, speaking of Scott reviews, this is also what I wanted to share in the update because as as I'm getting back to doing the show, I wanted to show you guys or let you guys know of the process that it takes for me to go and get one of these uh, together. So for Scott Reviews, what we're going to do is the last week I did a movie that was in theaters. That was John Wick 4, or John Wick Chapter 4, rather. And this week I'm doing a movie that was new on streaming, Ghosted, with Chris Evans and Anna Thomas. And yeah, now I'm like doing the... Yeah, so I figure I'm going to do one theatrical, one streaming, and then there's going to be one random week of me recommending a movie. And then continuing that order. So that way I can recommend you guys stuff that you might not see in theaters and that might not please the algorithm because I have things that may that might not enjoy being in theaters or crap. 
Also, as I'm saying this, I'm only realizing that I'm setting myself up to have to go see a movie in theaters I may not want to see, but the internet may be buzzing about. So I may have to go see my go see that. Like Bo's Afraid. I don't want to go see Bo's Afraid. You know why? Because Bo's Afraid is directed by Ari Aster, the director of Midsummer and Hereditary. Two movies that have scarred me deeply and one that I will never watch again, even though it is technically marvelous. The movie is Hereditary. I can't go watch that again. But either way, either way, that's going to be the... That's going to be the whole Sky Review thing. Oh, also, in the last few seconds we have here, uh, on the uh, on the back end of that review, I'm going to be on my... What's going to be on my mind is dating versus technology and whether or not we, uh, as a species, really need technology to help us on dates or whether we... Or help us get dates or whether we really just deserve to not have any of, any of that at all, really. And it's just the old-fashioned ways are best. But then again, I, I address... Trust me, this has something to do with me reviewing the movie Ghosted and having a Apple TV Plus plan. All right, I see the sands going down, and I see the ticks, and I see the ticking on this recording going up to five minutes. So we are now at the end of the lovely little intro update section of us, section of the show. So, you know, kick back. So, yeah, coming up, I'll review Ghost. Scott reviews Ghosted, and I will definitely review the crap out of that movie, that's for sure. And then after that, I will debate technology and dating. Because that's what you do in this day and age. You fight with your phone over the matches you're getting and whether you can swipe left or right on human beings. Uh, man, look how far we've come as a society. Why can't I say that? Why can't I talk? Look how far we've come as a society. Tsk, tsk, tsk. Okay, that's enough for me. We're, we're going over the limit here. All right, see you guys in a bit. Weird noises, weird noises, weird noises. Okay, weird noises over. Great. Bam. 15 minute hourglass rip has been flipped because now that means we're in Scott Reviews mode. So this week, Scott Reviews. What? Why is that down there? Okay, that's better. Scott Reviews Ghosted. Ghosted is, Ghosted is a 2023 Apple original film by Sundance. The same people who brought us, who's brought films such, who's co-produced films such as Star Trek Beyond and the Mission Impossible franchise. I don't know why I mentioned specifically Star Trek Beyond, but whatever. Uh, the point, and according to the synopsis, this lovely Apple original film directed by the uh, Elton John biopic Rocket Man, Dexter Fletcher, actor turned director, one of many of one of the pretty one of pretty good ones based on Rocket Man's film based on Rocket Man himself itself the film uh so ghost it describes itself as that or at least reading off of IMDb's page Cole falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent before they can decide on a second date Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world now Reading that, I have notes having seen the movie because I'm like, that's what they say here. Now I'm going to go ahead and, oh, hopefully this doesn't make as much interference with this. Oh, maybe my headphones will do this, but I'm going to bring this lovely little cord down here as I read the, uh, let's see here, as I read the description. There we go. On Apple TV. Sorry for that. Sorry for that interference. Okay, so 
That's the description on IMDb. On Apple TV, it says, Salt of the Earth Coal falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes a shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. I'm sorry. Let me start that again. Salt of the Earth Coal falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on the second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. Yeah. I added the yeah in there, but that's basically how this reads. I just like how they omitted salt of the earth from from uh, the description on IMDb. Like, I guess it was too mean to say he just, he's a farmer. He works on the farm. That's the difference. He works on a farm. That's, uh, stinking Mike. Okay. Um, Interference, sorry. Yep, there we go. Okay, he works on a farm. That's not the enigma. It's salt of the earth. Enig- All right, always with these descriptions and premises, just kind of oversell the movie a bit. But enigmatic is another is also a stretch because, unfortunately, as we've come to learn in this misogynistic society, anytime you describe a woman as enigmatic, they usually come off as a very unpleasant word. Well, not because they come off as that. It's because you've already labeled that them. You've already labeled it. And it's just, it sets up a precedent. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, this is a movie about why you don't listen to your parents <laughs> when it comes to dating. Why? Even though the movie kind of bounce, it's a rom-com, so it'll bounce itself out in the end. But again, the, the, the parents here, they are not the best here. They are not the best at all of this. So let me uh, be frank. Um, Look at, I mean, the poster itself kind of says enough. One, she's well, she's the badass in this situation. He's the himbo who has no knowledge except for farm stuff and does not realize, oh, wait, you got ghosted by a spy. Here's the thing. This movie is fine. I like it. It's cool. It's a rom-com movie that I would have loved to go watch in theaters and would have probably, ele- and being in theaters would have elevated this a little bit more than what it should have been. But this did play a little bit, this did feel a bit like a TV movie with Hollywood actors. Not going to lie about that, which is disappointing considering what I just listed as accolades. Like these guys, were, the writers were behind some of great episodes of American Dad and two of them were, were literally wrote Deadpool movies. I can't, it's just, I don't know. I like the movie. I just have problems with that description because of the fact that after watching the movie, I'm like, no, this is a story about why dudes get clingy and why literally Apple Tag is the worst is the worst thing ever for an instant for an emotionally insecure man to have in these in this day and age because that's how he find out here all right let me just lay this out for you so long story short she comes back she's basically we don't know that she's talking to her boss and and we think she's talking to her therapist in the beginning but basically long story short she ends up at this farmer's market running and he's running his dad's booth because he's a farmer who got hurt. He's okay now. He's okay-ish now, but he's also like, you know, using that as an excuse to not live his life. Cole's using his dad's injury as an excuse not to go out, travel, and live his life. Never left the country, all that fun stuff. He meets her at this, he meets her looking for a very beautiful plant, not realizing plants have maintenance. As the per the advice of her boss, get a house plant, you know. But unfortunately, this is where chaos ensues. I mean, Think about it. She ends up arguing with her because she thinks 
She's trying to look for a low-maintenance plant, not realizing how much plants need love, but she still wants the original petunia plant. And yeah, it's kind of not a surprise that, of course, anything she can't care about dies. Like, she's a very, like, she already comes across as very closed off, emotionally cold and everything. Like, and he's just stage 11 clingy. Of course. So yeah, of course, when he spends a great date with her, they get to know each other. And of course, he gets ghosted because he decides to send not one, not two, but then four text messages and including emojis, his asinine thinking. And this is a line from the movie thinking emojis don't count. No, emojis count. Emojis count, my dude. I live on the internet. Trust me on this one. Emojis count. And uh he thinks of this, and his parents give him the grand idea once he figures out, because there's a moment where they race each other upstairs, and, you know, we know watching this trailer, we know having watched the trailer that, yeah, she might be an agent. She might be a secret agent. And she's flexing her skills by outrunning this former Avenger up the stairs. But, you know, movies. And the funniest part is the fact that, the funniest part is the fact that literally his sister in the movie, who plays the sister, by the way? That's a curious question. Scroll my television, my computer. Scroll. Lizzie Broadway. Who is Lizzie Broadway? Oh, interesting. Yeah, so Lizzie Broadway, who's been in, who's like guest stars in show, uh, shows like Showtime and NCIS and Bones and Chicago PD. She's in the new, she's apparently in the new spinoff series. Um, Gen V from uh, the boys universe on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, her character of Maddie, you know, Cole's sister, is the only one speaking sense simply because of the fact that, uh, mm, how do I put this? You look like a creep by stalking a woman who's by following a woman to another country. You had never left the country to begin with. And this is the, and this is the reason you do it. You also apparently. And you also, I'm not going to give too much away here, but he basically just does red flag shit for like the first half of this movie. She is already on red flags. She's on her own red flag central with the way she's just not letting anyone in emotionally. And when you start meeting some of her former lovers, you realize, oh, she really don't give a, she really don't give a damn about these dudes. I was about to go hard with the, the expletives. I'm trying to take it easy this episode, but all right, and you know what? Fuck it. It's a PG-13 movie. I can but I can be rated R on here. She's fucking cold, man. She is ice cold about these dudes. And frankly, the movie itself is awesome. I enjoyed it. It's a nice happy fun time. It's great. It definitely makes you look it has the midsummer effect on me where I'm looking at this movie like, "Oh my god, I used to be this dude." You, like, you know, boyfriends watching Midsummer, girlfriends watching Midsummer. That meme where they take where they lift a frame out of the departed to show him like, "Oh, okay." Oh, 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 uh, she's on to shit. And she's like, yeah, this motherfucker's been gaslighting me. But look, well, I mean to say the, the reason I bring that all that up is because of the fact that this is a really, it's a nice rom-com movie. It's sweet, but it's just hilarious in the first like half of it because before it delves into the traditional formula of a rom-com action movie, it's kind of funny because it's just both of them are terrible. Both of them are just terrible. She's just emotionally cut off to the point of letting dudes like lose limbs and body parts over her. And she and he's a stage level clingy dude who just does not think emojis count and 
to get just nah nah bro i'm sorry i can't get behind either one of y'all needing to be in the dating pool like at this point in time no mm -mm. like dating co -work, like dating someone and co-workers there's a mention of that where they talk about dating someone in your profession I'm like yeah i know people who do that that hasn't worked out for them well that hasn't worked out all that well for them either most of the time i mean unless you're like you know unless you're doing like you know, web, you know, webcam content and stuff, in which case, you know, it actually just works, shake, shakes out. Everyone gets paid. Everyone gets laid. It's just a, it's a fun time, actually. Hmm. As I sit here verbally and outwardly thinking about my lifestyles up to this point to make me have to go review a podcast where Captain America, of all people, is a stage five clinger. And the one saving him is a woman who's just basically whooped ass all throughout, throughout the one like five minute five to 15 minute interval she's in no time to die the bond movie no time to die in fact actually that's the best reason i can justify enjoying this movie it's a nice little preview for me it's a nice little taste of watching a post of a, a post marvel chris evans flex his acting chops yet again after having done that in like uh, playing a villain in the gray man and playing a you know and of course these two being uh, alumni cast alumni of the of the knives out oh the film knives out you know with uh, daniel craig so they were great like they were great in that movie they're great in this there's great chemistry all around you really look that's what holds this movie the chemistry between the two of them that like it's just solid stuff and you know there's a great there's a great supporting cast there adrian brody's a nice vi uh, pretty awesome villain he's really comedic as hell too like i wish barry was an ending i would love to have seen him in that even though he popped up in last season of Succession. Just fun. I enjoyed the movie. I did enjoy the movie. It's a nice, it's going to be a nice taste for when Anna de Armas gets her own little John Wick, John Wick spinoff coming out later this year. Um, so this has just been fun. It's just a fun little movie. I enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it if you watch it. Is it worth the Apple free trial? I mean, yeah, if you're stoned or just bored you, you're not trying to make your brain work all that hard trying to figure out the meanings and themes and foundation yeah pretty much so solid or if you're kind of like happied out from ted lasso which honestly is a stupid sentence for me to even say i haven't even watched the show and i'm like eh, you know what that show seems like it will be it would restore my soul they really would but anywho what i say is uh you know what it's it's pretty good Goes to this pretty good. It's watchable. That's what I can say about it. It's more watchable than a good chunk of stuff I've seen in a good chunk of my lifetime on television, streaming, and all that. It's watchable. That's what I can give it. That's it's a watchable movie. Um, but I guess if anything, the first half is a red flag self check right there. That's the best way I can recommend this movie. If you ever have problems wondering whether or not you're a red flag, that's a self. That movie is a self check. That and Midsummer are self checks on whether or not you are a very, very bad person. <laughs> whether you're a very bad person or you're just very emotionally unavailable, or you're just unavailable in general because you're off moitering people. You're off just moitering. You're off just moitering for the country, <laughs> for you know, just 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 shooting people for you know for Lady Liberty. Blah 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 blah. America. That, yeah, uh, yeah, that went down a hole, but who cares? Look, it's just fun. It's a good, fun movie. It's hilarious. And again, it is a reason why men should not have access to Apple technology like AirTags, because we're not going to, I don't want to do, I, I was very uncomfortable watching that dude track where his inhaler was 
because he gave it to this girl. That's sketch. I'm sorry. That's sketch. His sister is right. Sketch as hell. Thinks a total creep. And I mean, yeah. Just go watch the movie. You'll know what I'm talking about. There's those moments where you just feel like this man is flags. This man is a human flag. But whatever. It's a watchable movie. Go watch it. It's good for rom-com. It's good to maybe just enjoy at a low frequency, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how else to pitch the pitch that, but it's good. Everyone's in it. It's great. It's just, it's a fun time. It's a fun movie. That's the best way of putting it. It's a fun movie. All right. I think I've said enough. It's on Apple TV plus. It's only on Apple TV plus. So, you know, if you have that, go ham. If not borrow somebody's <laughs> or get a free trial. Like I did. I have like six email addresses. So whatever, let's go. All right. That's it. Sky reviews is over. I'm going to go cleanse myself with hbo as usual <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm just gonna use youtube bye-bye oh right we are back and now we're gonna talk about something that's been on my mind and we're gonna get real into it so uh here we go what's been on my mind well as you probably heard in that last segment before i weird noise my way into the i don't know if i weird noise my way out of the intro or out of the review but i think i just did it have the review? Oh, no. It was the intro. That was my mistake. Okay. Either way, this has been a long day of recording. Point is, I'm here to ru- I'm here to talk about what's been on my mind. And what's been on my mind was unfortunately triggered by the movie I watched. <laughs> so I'm watching the Apple original film Ghosted, starring Chris Evans and Anna Dinamis, as a in a rom com action adventure film where where while trying to def- defeat a villainous a- French Adrian Brody, Anna Amis ends up meeting up with a very mansplainy uh, salt of the earth, as they describe him, literally on <laughs> Apple TV+, Plus. Cole. He meets he meets the Amis' Sadie, and they, you know, they kind of hit it off after being very, uh, I don't know, commanding. He basically mansplains to her why she can't use a, she can't have a plant, and why she's basically devoid of love. And it that was a lot, but she was also very emotionally un. I know she was un emotionally unavailable, but again, that's not really a reason to go off and say you're incapable of love. That is really the 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 whole crux of the man problem here in this society. But going under that, further into the story, long story short, they they you know. They, they bend the bridge, I guess, and they have fun and they enjoy themselves. And we find out that Chris Evans cannot outrun Anna de Armas upstairs and blah, 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 forth further in the story. It gets to a point where they separate and she basically ghosts him. He's been sending text messages all day. He finds out he geotagged his inhaler and left it in her bag. And suddenly he realizes he's like, you know what? I'm just going to see where she is and just look her up, which is weird. But you're looking up your inhaler, so I get your excuse but still weird, and then finds out she's in London, and her parent and his parents are like, go to London and surprise her, yeah, and he's like, what, and his sister is the only one of reasoning, saying, no, she thinks you're gonna be a creep, she already saw him with the selfie of that she took while she was sleeping next to him after they slept together, and it was really weird, because that geotag shit reminded me of Twitter, in the bad way. See, in the age before before uh, the, the SpaceX guy owned the joint, 
I remember seeing threads not too long ago, even actually, because I started getting back on Twitter just during the pandemic, actually. So that's where I ended up with from like a couple hundred tweets to 30,000 tweets close to, if not 40. I don't know, but I'll check later. Anywho, the the tweet threads were talking about how they put the air tags from Apple on cars. And so with the iPhones, a man could literally track a woman's car to wherever she lived and have a whole route of her day if they wanted. Some real stalkeresque shit. And now I'm watching it as a plot point of none other than an Apple original film. Now that part got me thinking about what I really I really had started to spark a thought that that has just now been on my mind. Well, what's been on my mind? Dating and technology. Now, I want to preface this. First off, I understand how some parts of technology, people would be like, oh, dating, you can talk about that's a real dry statement. No, what I mean is dating and interactive, communicative technology. In terms of technology for people to communicate and talk to in general, that's just a utility. Again, I see technology as utility. We'll kick that off right there. It is all a tool. We are building technology for a specific tool. When it doesn't work the way we work, we blame the technology and not the quality of the people on it or using it or knowledgeably or knowingly or comprehensively knowing how to use it efficiently. See, as a good friend of mine has once told me, I value precision of expression. So it will not shame me or I will not feel shame for admitting this is the second time I've recorded this rant because that's how far gone I've like straight away from the topic but i always have a plan and that's the thing (sighs) these men are out here without plans they don't have plans they have a priority they have a target they have a prime directive and the problem is is that it's not lining up with their emotional needs so it's just making things worse so dating it so tech so adding technology which is in a society which in a society filled with just instant gratification that's basically kerosene to a fire my dude like like in the age of where amazon basically became the super became the super walmart of the internet i mean that's kind of chaotic it's it it just puts too much strain on society because now we expect everything to work like amazon today if not same day prime shipping on any form of ass we want. No one needs to know that. The internet has provided you such instant gratification that you now start demanding it from other people, not realizing human beings need time to rest, heal, and absorb, and sometimes shed and change and, you know, become better than they were yesterday. I mean, that, I mean that's just wishful thinking because, again, I have to, I have to remember, you know, that's the... As the song goes, this is America. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> the education system here is whack as hell. There's no comprehensive sex, ed- sex education ever. The most comprehensive sex education I've learned, I've had to piece together over, together over years of internet research. Years. Because that's how bare bones it was. It was just purely reproductive. It had no sense of sexual sexual pleasure or anything about that it's just straight up this is how you make kids now don't ever fucking do this or you'll die (laughs) i mean which there's some truth in that especially if you're black and you're you know 
there's a higher chance of like pregnancy complications if you're black just from the sheer system alone being racist as shit. So I don't understand the concept. So I guess I'm saying all that to say there's no comprehensive sex education. Without that, there's no chance for men to even understand that. And when they're just taught to be hard all the time, of course you get a bunch of cock diesel motherfuckers who just can't, you know, do anything but want to, you know, fuck and win. That's all they're built to do. Fuck and win. And that's great, but you can't mold a person out of that. I mean, you could try, but based on the personality, they'll either take to it like a moth to a flame or turn into a, a rabid dog. You tried to, you know, it, that realizes you're aiming a gun at it. Like, it's just, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just not happening. And the way people are treated, like, I'm watching the menu, and there is a moment where that's realized that someone was brought to this place to die. And the whole reason is because they didn't want to waste a ticket. And they don't serve single tickets to this place, single person tickets or reservations to this restaurant. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Imagine that. I mean, oof, there's some hardcore. It's just chaos, all right? It's chaos in this dating life. And you know what? I've seen people make it out of here. I've seen people do great other places. I mean, hell, I almost became part of a thruple as part while I was doing a play. That was, well, that was on purpose, though. They, 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 they're very lovely people. It's hard to not get encapsulated by lovely people who don't hail from this country. Uh, I really did have my own Vicky Christina Barcelona moment almost. Good Lord. Okay. I'm saying too much. I'm going to have to cut that part out, but. The point I'm trying to get here is that if I'm, you know, I'll leave that part in because at this point, it's safe to say that, you know what, if it gets to the point where someone like me, and if anyone knows me personally, me wanting to be a part of a thruple is kind of a sign that things are on fire and not in a good way, like in the bad way where you have to get tested for it. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, that's what really what that is. Dating and technology is just chaotically upended human interaction. We don't know how to talk anymore we don't know how to deal with each other we get awkward and crap it's getting weird and we don't even know when people are on drugs and we just recorded them like oh my god look and they're just vibing out like no motherfucker they're on acid and molly they're candy flipping right now they are enjoy they are high as hell it doesn't matter it's just i feel like we've lost communication skills over the last couple of decades and it's really noticeable my friend I had a friend who pointed this out, like ever since the election, people are just getting dumber with their stuff. They've just gotten dumber. They just start believing everything and just glatching onto stuff. And it's like, they found an excuse. I mean, that does make sense politically, at least because you want the type of constituents you can mold to, to say what you want. And if you can't align, they can't always align with you, but if you can at least mold them to, you know, fall in line when you need to, that's your own little militia right there. And you know what? The reason I keep getting off track of technology is because that's how much, that's how influential technology is. It's shaped how we try to win elections and misinform people about them. And the wildest part about that is the level of gaslighting in elections is nothing compared to what people do on these apps. Catfishing. Just absolute rampant catfishing. And it's, and it's just... And the part is, I just feel bad for the women involved because they're just looking for nice dudes and none of these dudes are serious. I know a few good, 
good guys, but it's also like just the algorithm is not in your favor. The algorithm is just re- recycling you trash. It's just recycling trash for you. That's all it is. And people are just getting worse in general sometimes. You have to literally go out and look for quality people. But then that might sully the idea of whether or not you're friends or whatever. And based on how well you can communicate, emotions may not be up in the line. And that's okay as long as you talk everything out. But the problem is just that the trial and error, at least in my case, the trial and error is the problem. Is I guess the problem is that when there's no results other than the, you know, when there's no results, when the results are nothing, you know, you eventually start wondering if it's worth it. And as I'm seeing people, like, it seems worth it, just not worth it in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a beast of its own entirely because of it. I mean, people date on Twitter before they date in real life. I should know. I am attempting that exact same feat at the moment. (laughs) I mean, that's really, but that's really what that is in the sense because I have to be frank about it. Dating does not give me hope for this future. Looking at the dating landscape and what people get dragged over for Twitter and discourse, considering a good chunk of that is out here, I'm not sure I want to date out here. I mean, ugh, I barely wanted to date on the East Coast. It was just, it was just not good. Maybe I just have bar- terrible dating choices. Maybe this whole rant was just me realizing I have dar- terrible dating choices, and we're all being manipulated by technology, letting it, letting ourselves get manipulated by technology. Either way. How do I wrap this up? Because this thing, I keep wanting it to stay on the rails, but it just keeps going off the rails because it's just, it's too much to talk about. It's chaos. But I think here's what we can do for dating in terms of technology. Rely more on the person you want to see. I guess the best device I can get, advice I can give is the reason I can't figure, I can't, you know, figure out how to rant about it effectively is because the, I guess the point is, is to just maybe the, key thing to remember about dating is to make an effort if you make an effort you will get repeat success make efforts make intentional efforts do nice things pay for dates have a plan work stuff out communicate i feel like that will just lead to better relationships or better communication with lovers and just you know fun times you know you don't have to be embarrassed about your kinks communicate helps communication helps planning helps coordination helps all that stuff I guess what I'm trying to say is is that no one, everyone's gotten lazy in dating and it's made dating heinous and chaotic because no one feels like they need to change or do anything. And now it's just, you know, I'm awaited in Valhalla vibes. So I guess. Anywho, um, I guess I'm just going to, I could just wrap this up here. Our 15 minute hourglass is up anyway. And you know what, here, if you are dating and you're listening to this, and look, I'm speaking as a man who's just been ruined of dating and life in the general, but hey, it's not the end of the world, it's just, look at it this way, I still believe in love, just when it comes to me, I'm a little more skeptical, I don't want to be skeptical. But I feel like that problem is a little more internal than I realize. But anywho, I think I've ran out of steam on this one. So I'm just going to just uh, peter myself out. Weird noises.
And with that, for this week, the experiment is now complete. The experiment is now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as of this week. So go ahead, check it out, and also follow us on the socials for any updates, like on Instagram at Scott the Experiment and on Twitter at Scott Experiment. And there'll be new episodes every Monday. So kick off your quote-unquote work week off right. That was a lot of weird backward English I just did just now. But hey, either way, if it gets you to come back, please come back every Monday. The Experiment with me, Sky Ranieri. Peace.